Go thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Hello, people. Yeah, hello, people. Welcome to this edition of Bible News Radio. Hey, if you're brand new to the show, I want to let you know who I am. I am your sweet and lovable host. Yeah, I am. Stacey Lynn Harp. And this is Bible News Radio, people. I want to thank you for tuning into the show. If for some strange unknown reason you're actually seeing us, it's because for some reason Google and YouTube didn't spike us. Periscope lets you see us. And maybe by some strange unknown reason, you're actually watching us on Facebook in the archive and they didn't hide us either. <gasps> it's a miracle. You're seeing us. Yeah, it is. Hey, and I'm not being kidding. I'm not kidding you either. Because you do know that all those... Cons- I was going to say conservative, but that's not right. All those very liberal platforms that are owned by atheist billionaire types... Uh, don't want shows like Bible News Radio to be seen. But are they throwing us off quite yet? Not quite. They're just hiding everybody from seeing us. May as well be the same thing, right? <laughs> so, here's what we're going to do tonight, people. We're going to look at some headlines of the day. Yeah, we are. I have a whole list of them right here. In order of importance, we're going to talk about my week. Yeah, we are. Then we're going to talk about identity theft a little bit. We're going to talk about that face app thingy. Do you know what you look like 20, 30, 40 years from now? <laughs> Me neither. We're going to talk about Donald Trump. Is he really a racist, people? Really? I mean, is he? Does he really hate women? Just curious. And... I have a couple of stories from The Advocate, which is a homosexual-run website, which I have to give them kudos for actually printing bad news about their community. Just saying, people. There's a couple of doozy stories that they, uh, that they have posted, which I had to share with you because I thought, oh my gosh, the liberal media isn't going to pick this up. But when they tell on themselves, I have to tell you what they said. Yeah, I do. So, hey, I want to thank you for joining us for tonight's Bible News Radio. Do me a favor. Please share this out. Even if you're on a different platform, go jump over to another platform and share the show out. That way people can see it. Also, I want to let you know, you can join my email list by going to BibleNewsRadio.com. And you can join my text message list by simply texting the term Bible News. One word together texting the term bible news one word together two three three two 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 yes once again that's bible news to three three two 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 just text the term bible news to three three two 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 so two threes and three twos basically just text that there you can join my text message list you'll get some bible verses sent to you every single day and you'll get some news sent to you through my text message service that you can click through on and you'll get a whole bunch. Well, that's pretty much it, actually. You won't get anything else. Occasionally, we do a contest and you can join that. 
yeah, you can. And then I send winter stuff and all that. So <clears throat> anyway, so tonight what we're going to do is we're going to look at the headlines. And I want to thank you guys for coming in. Let's see here. I'm going to go ahead and share this out again, just in case nobody happened to see it. Because it shows literally one person in here right now watching the show. <clears throat> I have almost, I don't know, about 5,600 followers. So tell me something, people. Why is there one person in our show when we have over 5,000 people that are subscribed to this channel? Hmm? If that isn't evidence that they spike and hide our show, I don't know what is. <clears throat> I mean, I really don't. So if you happen to be watching the archive, um, then that is amazing. Now I show zero people. Look at that. Randall, you see that? Zero. Zero people tuned into our show on yeah. Periscope. <laughs> that is crazy. I mean, that is super crazy that there are zero people <clears throat> tuned into our show on Periscope. That is kind of nuts. I mean, I have never seen Periscope spike and hide my show that much. And I know they are because, you know, we, al we already know that from um, people <clears throat> who watch our show and people who actually have been inside Twitter and told us the behind-the-scenes story about Twitter. All right, Bareface. Oh, uh, yeah, I see two watching on YouTube. Three, yeah. three now. Yep, because nobody can get in on <laughs> on Periscope. That's pretty fun. That's sad, actually. Did you hashtag? Okay, the squad. There should be way more than four people on YouTube and here in Periscope. The squad has been like the headline of the week. Everybody's been talking about the squad. Yeah, I didn't hashtag it. That probably would have helped. But eh, maybe. I don't know. Still. But still, I mean, where's our regular people at? I don't even see our regular people in here. So that's weird. I'm going to jump out and I'm going to come back in just because. Okay, wait a minute. Now I see a couple people in here. Wait. Okay. Maybe Periscope's just acting weird. Okay, well, put a one or put a comment if you're on either platform. That way we know you're there because, you know, <laughs> it's getting darker, people. Actually, it is. It's. You know, pretty dark out right now, actually. But the days are getting darker, people. Hello, Kyle. All right, so let's start by me sharing with you how our week was. If you follow me on my Instagram page, Stacy Lynn. Well, it's actually Stacy dot Lynn dot Harp. If you go over there, follow me there, then you can see my exciting life in picture and short story form. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you can. Um, Bible News Radio, for some reason, got unhooked on Instagram. Why? I don't know. Again, all of a sudden, it just kind of gets disconnected. And we're like, why is this disconnected? Why do we have to keep reconnecting Bible News Radio on our Instagram account? I don't know, people. I don't know. But it is like a uphill battle. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay, anyway. <laughs> Bygones. It's okay. I suppose if we really wanted this show to be seen, we'd just pay millions of dollars like all other Christian broadcasters do, and then we'd just get on Christian media and forget secular media. But here is the issue, people. We are not going to do that because I am not called to be on necessarily Christian media. We are called here to influence and occupy, to expose the unfruitful deeds of darkness, which we'll talk about in just a second. But first, I have to give a shout out to my dad, whose birthday was this week. We uh, took him out to uh, lunch. No, actually, it was dinner. We took him out to dinner um, at Red Robin. 
there he is. There's a picture of my dad there. Don't I look like him? Yep. He actually told me I had his face and I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> anyway, that was the free dessert they gave him. He is 91 now. 91 people. Look at that. And we had a birthday miracle. Yeah, we did. When we showed up, we were able to check to make sure everything was good with him, you know, make sure he was dry and stuff before we took him out. And so make sure no accidents were going to happen. And, and it was good. It went really good. We, we had, we had a nice dinner at, uh, Red Robin and my dad ate all his French fries and the hamburger bun, left the hamburger, but ate all the fries. <laughs> and then when they put the ice cream in front of him, he scarfed that down. I was like, okay, there we go. Spoken like a true dad. That was, that's what I would do. I would eat all the carbs, which is exactly what he did. <laughs> anyway, uh, it was a good day. Yeah, it was. Then I saw him yesterday and, uh, I was there where he lives and, and uh, at, I, w I showed up for this uh, neuropathy um, seminar that this blind guy, it turned out to be a blind homeopathic doctor who presented this neuropathy uh, seminar, which is really interesting. You're probably thinking, well, why did you go to a neuropathy seminar? I went there because I actually have friends that have neuropathy. And I want to learn about it. And I figured this was a free seminar for me to go to. And um, it was a packed room. All the elderly people that live at the assisted living were there. Um, but I went too because I have plantar fasciitis in my feet, which I know it hurts. Although my feet are getting better. No pickleball for a month, which is irritating because I really love pickleball. And um, But anyway, I sat there and I, I listened to this guy give a presentation that could have been presented in 15 minutes. Took him over an hour to do it. But hey, whatever. He had a captive audience. Um, but my point is... Before I forget, I went in to go watch this seminar, learn some stuff. And when I when I went in, my dad had this big, huge bowl, about this big, filled with Cheerios that he was eating. Uh, an hour later, he was still eating the Cheerios. And then I went and I checked his his room. And there was some stuff there that needed to be cleaned up. So I was helping the, the nurse's assistant get it all taken care of. That took about an hour. And then I came back out and I was... I was, I looked at my dad. This was the day after his birthday, 91. And by two hours, my dad's bowl was empty of the Cheerios, but it was still filled with milk. And he had, um, he actually had his coffee sitting in his lap. And he was like this. He was like, <laughs> I was like, dad, are you awake? <laughs> And that is getting old, people. <laughs> so, anyway, so it was, you know, it's you know, it's those moments though that that are really precious. I know some people probably don't think so, but still, you ever think about why God lets you live as long as He does? And have if have you ever watched life from the beginning as a baby to as you're getting older and older and older? I mean, I've seen life, you know, as a baby all the way to at least 91 with my with my dad and it is very interesting to watch because mankind likes to go you're not going to tell me what to do god no you're not i'm the ruler over all mankind and you you don't exist and i hate you and you suck you know and all that stuff they like to put their fist in god's face and yet god has the last word
He created time. Yeah, he did. And there's really nothing you and me can do to stop it. Not even a blackout. Just saying. Blackouts, electricity, batteries dying does not stop time. You know that? Just saying. Time ticks on for each of us people. Yeah, it does. I mean, we're older now than we were when we woke up this morning. And so just think about it, you know? Think about it. Your life, you only get one. One life to live, just like that old soap opera title. <laughs> one life to live, people. Are you living it for the Lord or are you living it for yourself? Or a little of both. You're kind of like in and out. Kind of like, yeah, today I'll be a Christian. Today I'll pretend to be a Christian. Today, well, hmm. Yeah, okay. You know, well, let's look at Ephesians chapter 5 really quick. And then we're going to get into a couple stories. Ephesians chapter 5, beginning of verse 1 says, Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God as a fragrant aroma. But immorality or any impurity or greed must not even be named among you as is proper among saints. Mm-hmm. And there must be no filthiness and silly talk or coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. I'm just going to stop here just for a minute. How many of you immediately thought like I did about how there has been immorality, impurity, and greed named among the saints of our day? It is rampant among people who call themselves believers. Uh, verse 5, For this you know with certainty, that no immoral or impure person or covetous man who is an idolater has an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. I, I have to bring up something here. <clears throat> Sorry for moving for a minute here. I have to bring this up because, you know what? The gay lobby and other people who like to like say, oh, we shouldn't read from Romans and stuff like that. They forgot that this stuff is also mentioned in Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5, 5. For this you know with certainty that no immoral or impure person or covetous man who is an adulterer has an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, what? The wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them. For you were formerly darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Try to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. Okay. And then the opening verse to this show, do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead even expose them. For it is disgraceful even to speak of the things which are done by them in secret. But all things become visible when they are exposed by the light, for everything that becomes visible is light. For this reason it says, awake, sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Therefore, be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of your time because the days are evil. 
So then do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is and do not get drunk with wine for that is dissipation, but be filled with the spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the father and be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. And then those who like to come in here and tell me that I should have a veil over my face and, <laughs> and submit to my husband, this is where they get that. Wives, be subject to your own husbands as, as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ also is the head of the church, he himself being the savior of the body. But as the church is subject to Christ, so also the wives ought to be to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her, so that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, that he might present to himself the church in all her glory, having no spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she would be holy and blameless. So husbands also ought, ought also to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his own wife loves himself for no one has ever hated his own flesh but nourishes and cherishes it just as christ also does the church because we are members of his body for this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and shall be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh this mystery is great but i am speaking with reference to christ and the church nevertheless each individual among you also is to love his own wife even as himself, and the wife must see to it that she respects her husband. So there you go, people. So that's Ephesians chapter 5 in its entirety, in full context. And I bring this up for a couple of reasons, because we have a lot going on in the church world today. And tomorrow and probably Sunday, we're going to be touching on some um, things in the, in the entertainment world that, that are really heartbreaking to think about um, because so many people who claim that they're Christians are enveloped in this stuff. And not only that, but, but, and I, I will just touch on this very briefly because I think we're going to talk about it more tomorrow, but I don't, you don't have to confess this if you do, but there's this show called The Bachelorette out there that a lot of people watch. And um, I have to tell you that I'm no fan of crap TV, <laughs> just not. In fact, I watch that much of TV. I don't own, I don't have Netflix. I don't have Hulu. We do have Amazon Prime, but I very rarely watch it. Um, I tend to watch YouTube videos, of Pastor Jack Hibbs and Greg Laurie, um, Billy Crone, <laughs> Kay Arthur. I mean, I'm I'm a weirdo. I, I saturate my mind with Bible teaching from other people, right? I mean, I really do. And the stuff that I read is extremely limited online. I try not to, to read too much. I do look at news because that's why we come here to stay, you know, on top, to, on top of this. You know, but um, Julie Royce put out an um, email yesterday talking about this show, The Bachelorette, and, and talking about how in there, there's a, a, quote, Christian couple who was having this discussion, and apparently the husband, or not the husband, the guy who wants to be the husband of this woman, uh, basically, you know, talked 
asked her if she was sleeping around with the, the other guys that I guess are on the show. And she basically said, yeah. And, you know, and it was just, it was gross. It was really gross. I watched it. I, I, I watched, you know, that I watched it. I watched the eight minute clip of the show and I was like, I can't believe people watch this crap. I mean, seriously, it's just not me. And the reason why it's not me is because it's so fleshly. It's so stupid. I mean, it really is stupid. I, I feel bad for these people, but I understand also that the purveyors of this crap, all they want to do is, is put Christians in a bad light and they have no problem finding Christians, so-called Christians who put themselves in a bad light. Right. And yet if you, if you fear God (laughs) and you, you read these verses here, you know, it's kind of like, but immorality or any impurity or greed must not even be named among you as is proper among the saints. And there must be no filthiness and silly talk or coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. That's anything but. And, um, yeah, and then people go, well, you're so judgmental. You're one of those snooty, judgmental, hypocritical, pharisaical type Christians, aren't you, Stacey Linharp? I would be like, to you I am, uh, but... Obviously, you know, I haven't been chosen to be on one of those shows, so I must be doing something wrong. Darn it! Now, I would be like, seriously, dudes, do you really think that I'm going to let you tape me? <laughs> I know. I know, right, you guys? So now now there's some people here, finally. I don't know why it took, what, like 20 minutes for people to start coming in. But anyway, um, uh, anyway, Randall... <laughs> Randall jumped on the on the screen, so I was like, "When Randall shows up, I have to submit to his leadership." Yeah, I do. That's right, woman. <laughs> um, Wait, hold on. I just put something on my head. There we go. <laughs> Not attractive. It is, isn't it? That's something else. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, hi everybody. In the context of right following that about you know, not let these things be named among you. Um, verse 6, let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. And there are people with empty words that are trying to, um, uh, you know, placate or excuse their behavior. Water, people. It's water. Yeah. You know, that are trying to um, legitimize what they're doing. Yeah, and you know they they appeal to culture <sighs> and try to explain away things, and well, because of this and these extenuating circumstances, and everybody's doing this and whatever. I feel short. And and when it as you know, I was talking about last week, when it comes to human sexuality, you know, to treat it as if it's some sort of social construct or or human invention, we do that to our own peril. You know, it's like saying that, like, water is some sort of, you know, cultural concept, or it's what we make of it. Well, yeah, we can use it, we can abuse it, you know, we can poison it, we can water plants with it, but, but to, but to... Did you say we can water plants with water? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but to ignore the origin (laughs) of water would be, you know, is to our own peril to realize that we don't create it. You know, we don't 
make it, you know, we can't just make it in a factory that it's, you know, by by God's grace and, you know, the forces of nature that we have water, the same water that's been here for no one knows how long for sure. Um, you know, is it just the hydrologic cycle? I mean, I'm not going to get into that. But in the same way, you know, we don't do that with other natural things. But when it comes to human sexuality, we want to say, oh, well, that's a social construct. You know what? You know, that's a... Other. You're starting to sound like Dr. Arnold. You know that, right? Put a one, no. Denise, if you agree. Yeah, you Hardly. are. Hardly. Yeah, you are. You're like, other. Other. You're like, to uh, treat it like it's <laughs> some sort of social construct. So... <laughs> I, I can't do it the way that I used to. Anyway. Um, That's only funny if you know Dr. Fruit and Mom's voice. Because um, it, it sounds kind of like it. Kind, yeah, it does. Kind of like him. Can't do it. Oh, wait, I can I say to. hi I to people? Now that I can see. Okay, so. Apparently you can, but. So Barb is there on YouTube, Denise and yep. Jeff are. Mm -hmm. Hello, people, and some other people not saying hi. The anonymous viewers on YouTube. <laughs> and then we got here also, let's see, we got Natasha and Jeannie and Anthony and Angie and somebody else. I'm sure there's five people watching on Periscope. No, I don't know how many people are watching. Whatever. <clears throat> All right. So are you done with your point? Um, yeah, I am. I am. Are you like leaning forward or slouching? Or? I'm, no, I'm actually sitting up straight. It's just that I'm so short. No, it's yeah. Okay. When we started this thing, it's like your head was getting cut off, and I adjusted the camera. It's because I'm We're, short. All right. Were you shrunk since? Uh, well. Before we went on air. I think this outfit is not the best one on me. I probably should have chose something different. Anyway, whatever. Whatever. I would never hurt Randall in that manner. Denise said that. I, <laughs> I have no idea what there's that a means. delay i wonder if it's a comment about arnold's voice yeah yeah that's probably it that's my guess okay anyway it hurt me in that matter i have no idea okay anyway okay so here's the thing let's talk about some news okay so we talked about my dad he's old yay he is all right and then let's see here all right, so how many of you, the reason I want to do this story first is because actually because it's about, you know, because my dad lives in assisted living and and I really, 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 really want to smack these children who did this. So there's this article over on thestate.com and it's titled Identity Theft Ring Targeted Assisted Living Homes 45 Victims Found. And that was at the time of this article, okay? It was written. This is in South Carolina, by the way. Um, so it says here, an identity thief ring, rather theft ring, <laughs> whatever. Okay, an identity theft ring targeted residents in assisted living facilities in upstate South Carolina officials say the Spartanburg County Sheriff's Office says deputies arrested six people and are looking for three more who were involved in a scheme to steal identities from residents at three homes. Investigators say they have found 45 victims so far. The people at the center of the scheme were so brazen as to ask on Facebook for anyone working at assisted living facilities to get in touch, the sheriff's office said. 
This is why I do not trust people who work at assisted living facilities, just so you know. The department said Joshua, Jonathan, Rashad Glenn, 25, paid people who worked at the facilities to take pictures of resident intake forms that had all the information needed to steal their identities. And then I went on to say Glenn would take that information to Walmart stores and the Target where he would pay employees, quote, an unknown amount of money to, quote, force, unquote, the identification portion of the wireless phone contracts under the names of one of the residents in these assisted living facilities, uh, the sheriff's office said. The man would get up to five iPhones or similar phones under the names of the victims and then resell them for an unknown amount, according to the sheriff's office. The scheme started to fall apart when investigators say they identified their first suspect, uh, Tamara, or is it Tamara? Tamara? Probably Tamara. Tamara Marquisha Shardana Taylor, 27. Investigators say the Spartanburg woman confessed that she used her position as those facilities to take pictures of the residents' intake sheets, which contained their biographical information, including their date of birth and social security number. Um, and then it goes on to show the pictures of these stupid criminals. Uh, go ahead, highlight the pictures. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it says the 45 victims lived at three different facilities in the Spartanburg County, the sheriff's office said. Summit Hills, Woodland Place, and the Charles Lee Center. Taylor worked at all three assisted living homes, the department said. Glenn and Taylor together faced a total of 180 counts of financial identity fraud and exploitation of a vulnerable adult. Glenn, quote, is still at large. And then it says here investigators also charged Dushan Michael Woodson of Spartanburg, a Verizon and AT&T representative at Target. Tiffany Marie Griffith, Spartanburg, another Target employee. Uh, Tamara Shante Carson, Inman, I don't know what that is. Uh, Davian Montrell Rogers Taylors, a Walmart Verizon representative. And Rashunda Chanel Ojayaria Holmes, Spartanburg, I don't know how to say these people's names, Clifford Ulysses Brown, Welford, and Malik, or Malik Divine Gray Inman, a Walmart Verizon representative. Deputies say they are still looking for Glenn Rogers and Holmes. All nine suspects have been terminated by their respective employers, and we are continuing to aid the victims and their families in resolving these fraudulent accounts with both Verizon and AT&T, the sheriff's office said. Yeah. You know what, you guys? <laughs> it was a couple of months back I shared with you about another one of these stories that a woman had dressed up in some scrubby type clothes because you can go buy scrubs anywhere by the way in case you didn't know that you don't have to just be a nurse or whatever and she went into an assisted living facility on the weekend clipboard knocked on the doors of the residents started talking to him went in pretended that she was a doctor or a nurse or whatever asked for all the pertinent info and these elderly people they are so trusting right 
and most of them have dementia or some type of impaired mental mental faculties and I'm no doubt this woman was sweet and loving, you know, as she's taken down their identifiable social security and, you know, all the other Medicare and whatever other info that they had. You know, my dad, in fact, when I first moved my dad into assisted living, some person came into my dad's place, sat down, did the exact same thing. And my dad signed a piece of paper that he should not have signed. I was livid when that took place because I'm his power of attorney. And nobody in that facility came to me and said, um, by the way, you know, this person was here. They should have called me up. I was the one that should sign that piece of paper and they heard about it, right? So I bring this up for a couple of reasons. Number one, because I'm so close to it that it irritates me to no end. But number two, at, at least with me, my dad is protected with identity theft protection. And yes, I'm going there. And, you know, I know some of you might be sick of hearing me talk about it, but I don't care. At some point, everybody, you know, is going to get old if you're lucky, right? <laughs> and, you know, you might end up in one of those places. And honestly, I would want my caregiver to cover me and protect me with identity theft protection, knowing that there are scumbags like this out there doing this type of stuff. I mean, people have no conscience whatsoever. So, you know, with ID Shield, identity theft protection is $9.95 a month. It's $10 a month. Really? My cat is bugging me. First it was my dog. Now it was my cat. You want to come over here? Can you hear him? Put a one if you can hear my cat. Seriously. What is wrong with you? Anyway, the perils of working at home with animals. Yeah. Do you want to come up here? Okay, is this the only way you're going to be quiet? Here. Okay. All right, cat face. Look, I know that you like to be the star of the show. Do you have something to say? Say it. Go ahead. The mic's yours. Yeah, it is. Go for it. Cat got your tongue? Hmm? Does it? Does it? <laughs> this cat got your tongue. Yeah. I'm so loved. I am. People. Yep. This is the cat that wakes me up super early in the morning and who, Grover, right down here, he's right over here. He's actually jealous now that I got the cat in my lap. Just saying. Would you stop it? <laughs> Are you better? Okay. I love you, you know. Okay, fine. You can stay here. All right. Well, here, just, just you go there. Now I can. Anyway, people, this is not the Hagman Report. This is my show. Anyway, just saying. Um, <laughs> I really think you should you should have identity theft protection for your loved ones. And most of you already do. But if you don't, you just get in touch with me. I can tell you more about our wonderful service and it will protect you. It will cover everything that you can think of. I mean, we cover Social Security, uh, passwords, Medicare, all your medical insurance cards, um, your bank cards, tons of stuff. I mean, it's not just your typical credit card, which is what most people think about. Oh, okay. So there's that. Boy, this cat has bad breath, people. Just so you know.
That was bad. Smells like he's been eating fish or something. Yeah. Wonder who gave him that. Okay. Anyway, so the next story has to do with FaceApp. Now, I don't know about you guys. This has been all over the news lately. Uh, this FaceApp thing, you guys know all about this. FaceApp is the, the question is, is the Russian face aging app a danger to your privacy? Well, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's a complete danger to your privacy. Um, but here's the thing. I'll tell you, um, Jamie Grace, right? Jamie Grace, uh, Christian singer. She just had a baby and stuff. Um, she was the very first person I saw use it. She put her in a picture of her husband on there and aged. And she and and at first I took a double take. I'm like, who? Wait a minute. And then I looked at. I was like, that looks like Jamie Grace. Like when she's like going to be like 50, you know, like me, like how old I am right now. She's like 50 years old. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. So, so I am. Um, and then I was, I was watching a, another broadcaster's scope recently, Vicki Fitch. You know, you guys might know who she is. Anyway, she's a friend of ours. She actually did a scope the other night talking about uh, the dangers of FaceApp, and and I'm not even going to read the article, Randall, because because I have the account on my lap, and I got it. It would take too long for my computer to to do it. But here's the gist of it. The gist of it is that everybody and their grandmother literally are downloading this app on their phone, and basically the terms of service for this app basically say if you use this app and you put your picture up there and you let them age you and everything, that that the the Russians who apparently own this, they can do whatever the heck that they want with that picture. I mean, they can alter it. They can put you on pornography. They can do whatever the heck that they want. And they can um, destroy you, really. I mean, they really can. Uh, Randall? Well, well, more than that, well, yeah. any app that you... you any app that you give permission, I'm not yeah. really that familiar with iOS since I'm a Droid user. But, Eviler. Yeah, I know, but what, I'm not. I'm only a iOS user because two Droid updates killed my phone. Yeah, but anyway, you, they you, bricked it. You, bricked you, it to the point where my phone died twice with the stupid Samsung updates. But anyway, go on. Anyway, bygones. But, yeah, right. I can tell that. Um, you know, apps require certain permissions, and if you give it an app permission to use your camera, use the camera. That's why I have a camera blocker for those few apps that I have. Use a camera. I have when I need to, when I want to use a camera, I unblock the camera blocker and then use it for whatever. And then for then there's storage. So for your and then um, access to your photos, like uh, like Messenger wants access to your photos. I don't give it access my photos unless particular i've got a photo on upload and i give it that permission momentarily upload the photo and turn the mission off so so what anyway all that background to all say, right hold no, on. so i don't forget all Wait, right go ahead anyway so so face app you're giving it permission to use your photos to have access to your photos not that's not a big deal but from what i understand the the terms of service say yep when they've got access to your photos, they can take all your photos, not the ones you're just using up, but any photo on your phone, and use it for whatever reason they want to. Any photo of anything on your phone, they can upload, which they could anyway, because they've 
got access when you give the app access to your photos and it's an internet connected app yep. it has the ability to take your photos so that's nothing new but you're in the terms of server you're signing away your rights to those photos you're giving them uh you know non-exclusive worldwide rights to all the photos yeah on your phone as i understand it which leads to the second part of why i bring this up because how many of you have ever signed a contract that you didn't read? Duh, hello, they're designed that way. How many of you have downloaded a mobile app that you didn't read the thingy and you hit, yeah, I accept these terms. I did. Uh, but I will tell you that um, one of the services with LegalShield that is very beneficial is our contract review. If you sign up to be a LegalShield member, $24.95 a month, uh, you, one of the, one of the, the functions of that membership is you, um, you can get contracts reviewed up to 15 pages and the attorneys will tell you uh, what that lingo means because most of us have no stinking clue. Well, here too, therefore, if, you know, something if, the endeth of the, whatever if. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's all these big words that end in E-T-H. And uh, yeah, we have no clue what they say. What they mean even. But with your Legal Shield membership, you can get that taken care of. You can do that. So there you go. So Legal Shield identity theft. There's two reasons why right there you should get it. But I wanted to piggyback on what Bareface just said. By the way, Denise did say sounding like fruit and bomb is uh, what her comment was about. So we were right, people. <laughs> but um, did you guys know? I just discovered this. That on Facebook. Okay, it used to be on Facebook that you could download all of the content in your profile and all that stuff. You could just download, you know, basically the stuff that you post, a list of your friends, what, you know, your pictures are and all of that, right? We all know that, okay? Facebook's got a, what do you call it on us? Dossier. Yeah, they do. They know everything about you. Your internal thoughts because you write them down then you delete it then you write it differently and they still know well did you know now that you can literally download all of your messengers too you can download like like me and vicky just as an example me and vicky have been friends for going on five almost five years and we have five million voice messages and messenger messages our whole relationship is in messenger okay and i just discovered that you, Five million? Yeah, I just discovered that you can download all of your messenger messages in Facebook. And you can do it for individual people, or you could just get your whole thing. And they will let you now download not only your messenger, which includes your audios, your pictures, um, all that stuff. It includes everything. Everything you ever said or did on Facebook and Messenger, you can now download it, in case you didn't know that. Um, and I did. I mean, I downloaded some stuff, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> if, if, I mean, just as a scenario, let's say something ever happened to Vicky, right? Let's say I somehow became the suspect in her murder. Not that that would ever happen, because God forbid that ever happened. I would don't even live in the same state, so I couldn't murder her even if I wanted to. Not that I want to, because I don't, but just saying. Let's say that something happened, though. They're going through Vicky's computer. They're downloading her 
12 books and 12 months series and then they see me and all the messages that I had give, sent her to her and then all of a sudden you know they're listening to our messages one by one and then they they actually hear the message where I got mad at her and told her stuff and then a couple messages later they hear her you know saying stuff to me and there's proof there was a fight at one point <laughs> do you think that I could get framed that for her is. murder yeah exactly well I'm just saying you know I'm just saying so only write nice stuff on Facebook <laughs> No, I mean, well, you should only write nice stuff. But my point is, is that is that nothing is private on Facebook or anywhere else on the Internet. And it and honestly, it was kind of chilling to me today when I downloaded just this aspect of what was on Facebook. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I completely, totally forgot about that conversation that we had. In fact, Randall, I don't remember. I don't recall if you um remember when Vicky was really sick you and I had done a number of mp3s voice messages to her telling her bad jokes mm, no that's that's not my style you maybe no um, you were the one I have the audio I listened to it today and I bust... me telling bad jokes yes okay yeah you it's, say so. it's I I have the evidence Facebook saved it all right just saying all right. Anyway, so yeah, so that's just a tip. Hey, if you want, if you want to write your whole life story, go into your Facebook privacy thingy, and then you can download everything that was ever put there, that you ever put there. <laughs> it's kind of scary, people. And you gotta ask yourself why? Why all the data? Why is Facebook saving it all? Why don't they just delete it? Hmm. I'll tell you why. Because when the one world government is established, what they're doing is that, well, here's what they tell you. They're like, oh, yeah, we just want to know how to sell to you. That's it. You know, like, Stacy, you need some foot insoles because you got plantar fasciitis, don't you? Oh, we're going to advertise Protalus to you. Mm -hmm. Or Protalus, to be more snooty if you want to say it that way. And then I'm going to go, ooh, I need that. Or, ooh, we know you have a dog. We're going we're gonna to advertise Ollie's dog food to you. This fresh homemade dog food. By the way, I just heard about this because it was advertised to me on Instagram. And next thing you know, it's on Facebook. I'm like, how did they know that I make my dog's food? And now here is a food for my dog that they're making. And Yep, you know why. Because they want to make them. money. No, like, but they, they know that you make food for dogs. You told them that. Well, yeah. It's because you made us start making our food. It's, yeah, Facebook for me is a love-hate relationship. I love to hate it. As a digital marketer, I love it. As a user, I hate it. <laughs> That's why you'll see very little about myself on my Facebook profile. It's pretty, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Boring. Sterile. Boring. <laughs> Yeah, just I'm, like you are in real life. Exactly, because I don't want to give too much, um, too much away there. Too bad I'm married to you. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. I know everything about you. I know where you were last night. I know where you were one minute ago. Just so you know. Okay. Okay. Up next. See, I threw Facebook in there, even though it wasn't on my list, people. How many of you just for fun knew knew that you could do the messenger stuff that I download all that? Because that was new info that I just discovered. And I thought I'd share that with you. Okay. All right. Donald Trump. Hmm. Our president. 
I love Donald Trump. Make America great again, people. Yeah. Hey, I have to I have to say, even though I'm mad at him because of his promotion of homosexuality to the world, um, I love him because of what he's done this week. And um, uh, unless you've been under a rock, which some of you probably have been, um, you know, he has been getting raked through the coals from the liberal media because they can't stand him, right? So Donald Trump, he is uh, he's the worst president in the history of America, right? I mean, that's what they want you to believe anyway. He, he's like, he's like Hitler. Yeah, he is. Um, in fact, he, he should die, right? Just like Hitler should because, oh wait, no, that's not what Omar and the other ones want. They love Hitler. <laughs> they just think Trump should die. Uh, so, Many years ago, <clears throat> Randall and I came to you guys many years ago, and we, we told you that one of the goals of Islam was to infiltrate America by 2020 and then to overtake America by 2020. It's 2019, you guys. And I believe it was last year when everybody like and their grandmother who was Muslim decided to run for uh, elected official seat, right? And more Muslims were actually elected in America than ever in the history of our culture, right? <clears throat> Some far left radicals, as a matter of fact, were elected in various places. And, um, and yet, you know, most people, well, you know, Christianity and Islam, they're the same. Don't you know that? You got good old secret sensitive unbiblical pastor Rick Warren promoting, you know, Chrislam and and like Christianity and Islam, they serve the same God. Yeah. After all, they're both peaceful religions, don't you know? Ugh. I've had on this show Walid Shubat, Kamal Salim, Nani Darwish. Um I don't think I've had Brigitte Gambrell. I've had Pamela Geller on our show. She's not a former Muslim, but she has, she speaks out against Muslims. We've had some of the, the mo the biggest names on this show. Uh, Robert Spencer from Jihad Watch. Toss uh, Sada. Yeah, Toss Sada. We've had him. We, we had General Jerry Boykin on this show numerous times talking about how Islam and the goal of Islam was to overtake America and kill us. Lest we all forget 9-11. Right? Coming from former Muslims, not not right. Muslims, not white ring, white ring, white privileged, orange-haired racist old men. But right, and we actually got to meet Walid Chubat in person. And in case if you ever want to look it up on YouTube, you can see him and me in person. He came to my old church in California. That was funny, actually. Trying to get him to smile was like you know. It's like, come on, Waleed, can't you smile? Crack it, you know, I was telling him jokes and stuff. Finally, I got him to smile, but it was like, geez, dude, you're so uptight, you know? You're an American now. You don't have to be, like, so uptight. But anyway, all that to say, we have documented, we have talked to people who are actually world-renowned experts in the field of Islamic terrorism, and we have warned you, the audience, forever, that... Islam is coming to America. It's already here. Jihad is here, right? 9-11 was the beginning. I believe it was a conspiracy personally, but whatever. I still, I still think that there is 
huge implications of it. And so it's no big shock when you have women now who, by and large, are Muslim in our government with loud mouths who hate America, just like Obama did. And I still, I still personally hold that our former president was a Muslim sympathizer at the very least, but I still believe he was actually Muslim because he didn't, he, I never saw him bow down to a cross, but I did see him bow down to another imam in a Muslim country, which I really have a problem with just saying, Um, I think that was the biggest hoax in American history was our last president, but whatever. All that to say, the ridiculousness of the, what do they call it, the squad this week, there's a couple of things that I want you to think about. Number one, why? Why all the emphasis on particularly that? Why did they show us so much of that this week, huh? What is it that they were trying to distract us from? Why they were showing us that? silliness. Hmm? And then secondly, um, you got to look at Trump, look at the fact that he's a man with a chest, a big chest, I might add. And, um, you know, he kind of put them in their place. So I want you to watch this video from InfoWars. Yeah, InfoWars, Paul Joseph Watson over at InfoWars. Um, had the, he, it's not Paul doing the video, but he reported on it. And here's a video called I Love uh, Omar. So you should watch it. It's about five minutes. Stand by. Stand by for Bareface. There's only one of him. Yeah, there is. Um, Super hunky, I might add. Yeah, he is. There we go. Okay, ready? I should do it. Okay. Ilhan Omar has said and done a lot of crazy stuff. She described the worst terrorist atrocity ever perpetrated on U.S. soil. As some people did something. Some people did something? She called for, quote, compassion for wannabe ISIS jihadists and said that a judge in Minnesota should give them lenient sentences. She refused to denounce Al-Qaeda. Can you respond to some of the president's specific claims, most notably that you're a communist and that you're pro-Al-Qaeda? You might have noticed how when he said, go back to where you came from, there was an uproar. Uh, You're pro-Al-Qaeda. She refused to denounce the Antifa terrorist attack on an ICE facility in Washington state. Will you condemn the Antifa attack in Washington over the weekend? It's easy to condemn terrorism. Will you condemn it? Is it Antifa firebombed a facility in Tacoma over the weekend. It's an ICE facility. Will you condemn them for that? She was caught on camera laughing about and making light of the Islamic terrorist threat. And so it was, it was the, the thing that was interesting in the class was every time the, the, the professor said Al-Qaeda, he sort of like his shoulders went up and, you know. Yeah, he's in command like, here. Al-Qaeda, you know, husband. He's an expert. <laughs> She blamed America for the collapse of the socialist system in Venezuela. A lot of the policies uh, that we have put in place has kind of helped lead um, the devastation in Venezuela. Some say she even married her own brother. That's a lot of crazy. But despite all of that, I love Ilhan Omar. (laughs) And if you want to see Trump re-elected... You should love her too, because she's the best thing that ever happened to him. An internal poll of swing Democrat voters found that Omar had a favorability rating 
of just 9%. In its report about the poll, Axios had to stress that this was not a typo. She literally has a favorability rating of just 9%. So although I love her, a lot of Democrats don't. So by making her the face of the Democrats, along with AOC, whose favorability rating isn't that much higher, Trump is pulling a masterstroke. It's a simple but genius political trick. Trump has forced moderate Democrats to rally around the squad, despite the fact that the squad is hugely unpopular with key voters in swing states. The same squad that includes Rashida Leib, who said she was, quote, afraid of her fellow Americans after 9-11. We're gonna go in there, we're gonna impeach the motherfucker. The same squad that includes Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who thinks the world's gonna end in 12 years, and that there are literal concentration camps in America. Like, it's like, like, it's like this, like, like, like. All those crazy beliefs that Ilhan Omar and the squad represent now represent the Democratic Party. Good luck with trying to use that as a policy platform that will resonate with tens of millions of American people. Last night, while Trump was criticizing Ilhan Omar at a rally in North Carolina, the crowd chanted, send her back. This was after Trump tweeted that Omar should go back to Somalia and fix some of the problems there before lecturing America. Canadian Somali journalist Hodan Nalaya did go back to Somalia to do precisely that. She wanted to challenge stereotypes to prove that Somalia was peaceful and beautiful. Nalaya became well known for her relentlessly positive tweets about Somalia. Just one week ago, she lauded the beauty of the place. One respondent praised her for, quote, countering the doom narrative propagated by many about Somalia. Another Somali writer praised her portraying an image of the country radically different from the stereotype of, quote, victims trapped in a vicious circle of conflicts. And during a video tour on her YouTube channel of the town of Kismayo, Nalaya said that she was hopeful the area could be rebuilt and revived because this place is beautiful. Kismayo, you're watching the best of Somalia as we show you around this beautiful town. What happened to Nalaya? On Friday last week, she was killed in that very same town when Al-Shabaab militants car-bombed and stormed the Asai Hotel in Kismaya. 26 people were killed in total, and it took Somali security forces 14 hours to regain control of the hotel. So no, I don't think Ilhan Omar should be sent back to Somalia because Somalia is a very dangerous place. I think Omar should very much stay in the United States and continue with her incredibly successful efforts at securing the re-election of Donald Trump. She's the best political weapon Trump could possibly have in his arsenal going into 2020. But given what happened to Hoden Nalaya in Somalia, maybe Ilhan Omar should rein in the America-hating just a bit and show a little more gratitude for having the opportunity to live in the greatest country on Earth. Yeah, aside... absolutely crucial for you to... Yeah, aside from... Uh... The F word, the woman said. Uh, yeah. Well, what do you think, people? I think it pretty much speaks for itself, bareface. Well, I think that, uh, you know, what you brought up earlier, why are they, why, are, why is this the number one story? You know, what are they trying to distract us from? You know, I look at maybe, you know, I'm... Maybe I can, I'm a conspiratorialist, whatever. Yeah, you are. Just admit but, it. Pretend anyway. All right. I will pretend. I'll play one on uh, live streaming video. Um, 
I will play a conspiratorialist on amateur television. Um, I I think of I think of Capitol Hill, the White House, and the Supreme Court as a three ring circus. I not not to disrespect those folks, but I people get so wrapped up in who the current occupant of the White House is, like it's you know going to set the you know the agenda for you know the rest of the universe for all ages to come. And if you've been around for any length of time, sat through any different presidencies, hey, you know, a maximum of eight years, usually like four and... Thank God it's only a maximum of eight years. Yeah, but things Oh just, my gosh. You know, the pendulum swings back and forth, whatever, and these, these battles on Congress that, you know, were the... Yeah, whether it be yeah. the election of the century or the, you know, the hearing of the century, whatever... <laughs> You you pick up a newspaper from fifty years ago and read out read what was going on you know in in Washington politics and you probably wouldn't recognize it as you know having anything to do with today really anyway meanwhile you gotta get your paw out of my shirt Mister there we go <laughs> meanwhile there there are the unelected officials. It's hard to take us serious with a cute dog, isn't it? Yeah, in Washington that continue <clears throat> continue run things that are there year after year, administration after administration. You know, the deep bureaucracy and the deep state that, anyway. Right. And so, yeah, I look at all this stuff, the, the squad well, or whatever, whatever the flavor of the day is. You know. Is primarily distraction. Speaking of the deep state. Distraction and division. Deep state. Divide I need, and conquer. I need the email... Robert McGinnis and get him back on our show because he wrote a new book, his old book about the deep state. We got that a couple of years ago. Um, put on one if you want me to get Robert on the show again because he is really a Washington insider. And I think that, I think it's time I get him back on. And he has, he actually has a new book out too. Yeah. Wow, the delay is quite long. <laughs> put a one. Okay, you guys want me to get, try to get him on? I should be able to get him on. Even if I have to pre-tape it, because I don't know if, I don't, see, I don't know if any guests will want to come on the weekend. They might. We'll see. Anyway, um, yeah. All right. Before I forget, I should tell you that this show is sponsored by Ariel Ministries. Yeah, it is. They love us at ariel.org. If you go to ariel.org, you can shop at Ariel anytime, day or night. That website is open 24 hours a day. Bible teaching from a Messianic Jewish perspective. Yeah, we love the Jewish people, people. Just so you know, because I am Jewish and so is Bareface. I know we don't quite look like it. I'm more Jewish than Bareface. No, actually, I think he's more Jewish than me. But anyway, if you go to Ariel, you can, you can save 20% when you use that coupon code Bible News, people. Not Bible News, people, but Bible News. <laughs> Bible news people would be you. Oh, by the way, not only can you go there and save money, I thought I would let you know, and I I put it in my email today, that if you donate to our show, biblenewsradio.com forward slash give, if you do that, $25 or more, and you want one of our new Bible News Radio logo crayons, uh, I will send you one. I can't guarantee what color it will be, but if you want one, you'll get one. If you want to become a pillar, all that means is you just commit to donating something to us every month. And uh, 
we give you our, our, our eternal gratitude for it. Yeah, we do. Thank you for licking my hand, mister. My dog just got my hand all wet. Yeah. So I don't know if you can see that. See that? Can you see? Yeah, probably not. Should I go down and get the iodine? That's okay. It's my dog's spit. He's a good dog. Yeah, but he's a dog. He's a dog. Okay. I know where that tongue has been. Also, give sendgo.com forward slash Bible News Radio. You can also give over there if you want. Where else? Sparknaturals.com. I think if you watch the ticker, eventually, sparknaturals.com. If you like essential oil, um, John 316 is our coupon code there. You can save 10% when you buy your essential oil. If you're like me, you have really bad allergies and lemon, lavender, and peppermint essential oil actually help quite a bit. What oils are really essential? There's like 10W40. There's like three-in-one oil. Coconut. WD40, you couldn't. Almond. Mm. For when you give me that nice massage. And maybe two-stroke oil, you know. So, you know, if you're, you gotta, you know, because you're probably gonna have a two-stroke engine somewhere like a, for a, for a chainsaw or something like that. You could boil essential oils, you know, not really, you wouldn't want to boil them, but, and, you know, the oils that are really essential for, like, survival, you could probably narrow down to, like, those... Peppermint essential oil will kill ants. Just saying, people. If it, you have an ant problem, kill them with, a, with, with peppermint. It, it will repel them. They'll go... <gasps> and then they'll go... <gasps> and they'll go... <sighs> Like, like they breathed in, like scope mouthwash. Yeah, I'm. I the fear of the peppermint. <laughs> I did mix up some peppermint pesticide recently and sprayed around our house, and they kind of go for a while, but they come back. So no, there's a ton of ants uh, by the bird feeders. But I, I broke out the uh, carburetor cleaner <laughs> yesterday. It that gave, did it. No, still that didn't do it. It dang. Seem to do a little more. Okay. A little I'm more gonna... damage, but they're back, so. So. Uh, all right. I'm going to put in here Robert McGinnis. I'm going to see if I can get him in the show, you guys. All right. Okay. Two stories. Two more stories, okay? These have to do with the homosexual lobby and, and the agenda. All right. These are from The Advocate. The first story I want to I wanna, uh, share with you is the gay candidate, the lesbian. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was so surprised. Uh, actually, to be fair to the advocate, they actually do air their own dirty laundry sometimes. But I just thought this is interesting that nobody else seemed to cover this story in the liberal media. Um, but listen to this. Gay candidate in Florida admits lying about saving Pulse victims. I I read this article and I was just like, great. I thought this was just nuts. So this is, this is what it says here. I'm trying to make the print big enough to read it. Okay. Uh, An out Democrat, it's a Democrat, politician who claimed to be a doctor, who claimed to be a doctor, who treated Pulse victims. You guys remember the Pulse, the the gay club? club. The nightclub, yeah. The shooting. Admitted to investigators she made the whole thing up. Elizabeth McCarthy confessed to Florida Department of Health officials that she fabricated claims of being a cardiologist who treated victims of the mass shooting inside a gay nightclub, according to Florida politics. In fact, she wasn't a doctor at all. No, she wasn't. Nope. 
Uh, it says here that I just, I just, uh, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> wait, hold on. I lost my spot. Oh, there it is. Okay. It was a false statement. I just made it up. McCarthy said, according to an affidavit, David released Wednesday by the Florida Department of Health. McCarthy previously worked as the legislative director for the Florida LGBTA Democratic Caucus. Yeah. What's A? I have no idea. Alphabet soup? I have no clue. She filed earlier this year to run for the Florida House of Representatives in the Orlando area. As part of her campaign, McCarthy claimed she worked at the Orlando Regional Medical Center, including the night of the June 2, 2016 Pulse attack. But last month, a Florida politics investigation into her credentials raised troubling questions. ORMC said it had no record of her working there as a cardiologist. She claimed to be employed at the time by Florida Heart Group of Orlando, but that company, too, had no record of her. McCarthy had claimed to have earned a medical degree from the University of Central Florida in 2014, ostensibly transitioning from nursing to cardiology, but the school had no record of her earning a degree. The Florida Department of Health said her license as a nurse expired in 2005 and that she was, was never a licensed doctor. She initially stood by her story. Yes, I was working that night. I removed 77 bullets out of 32 people and helped with the triage, she told Florida Politics. It is really sad that this has become such a big deal. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on a second. Who in their right mind would actually even like make those ridiculous claims? Like, if you remember that that horrible thing that happened there, how many people like in their right mind would be counting? Oh wait, one little bullet, two little bullets. I mean, give me a, give me a. Eh. Anyway, <clears throat> but she eventually dropped out of the state house race as the Department of Health investigated her claims. She told investigators she was quote portraying a life that wasn't true, unquote. I wanted to be somebody in the community, and I'm sorry, she said, according to the affidavit. I'm sorry that I gave any impersonation. I knew it was wrong, and I should have stopped. By no means did I ever mean to put anybody in jeopardy. <laughs> the Florida agency is charging McCarthy with violating the state's unlicensed activity laws for lying about being a doctor, and she's been fined $3,094.95 and has been forbidden from making the claim in the future. You cannot say you're a doctor ever, 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 ever again. A cardiologist, you're not. McCarthy has a month to appeal the findings and seek a hearing on the matter. I <sighs> <laughs> I really wanted to be somebody, so I'm running for, to be a representative, you know, of my area in the land, Lando area. But that's not enough of somebody, you know, to make it to that be somebody. I'll I'll say that I'm a cardiologist that, you know, saved people's lives during this horrific ordeal. But okay, so I lied about that. You know, what's I don't see why it's such a big deal. Why are people making a big? It's like. Ah oh, man, it's like talking about shooting yourself in both feet and then your legs, and then here you're trying to say you're you know for the LGBT community and just just anybody with 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 a heart and a conscience, the attack on a, you know on the Pulse nightclub is a serious is a serious thing, is a tragedy. 
and especially in the LGBT community, it's a you know it's a special kind of tragedy. If you know tragedy can be special, but you know it, it's a, more of a market kind of tragedy. And so she, you know, trying to ah, uh, uh, just know, so you know, it's the LGBTA community, and the A I just looked it up stands for asexual. Just in case you were wondering, okay, like I was. Just so you know, you were asexual. The A on the LGBT. Yeah. You were wondering. A. Right. I'm not asexual. Yeah. You I, know that. I know. I know that. It's just. Anyway. Just, just. just that's what the A stands just for. Just making fun of the a, grammar. Asexual. Cause, yeah. Because I was wondering. The A stands for asexual, just like I was. Okay. You weren't asexual. You were wondering. <laughs> it's the, now, you know anybody who, can, who hates us can take yeah. your comment and, and make you sound that way and also me. Right, exactly. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Just in hindsight, it would be better to put the... <laughs> just like I was, to put that with the I was wondering. Immediately thought that I was wondering and then the explanation of the... Anyway. Of anyway, I, so... so this is know. an episode of stupid criminals, really. Really, yeah. I mean, the I, between the identity theft criminals and the and this one. This I mean, is... what what was the exit strategy here? There, there was none. It's like I'm going to offend my community by exploiting like a tragedy. Yeah. By exploiting a tragedy, lying about it, and then and then that's not bad enough. This whole idea about. Um, it's really sad that this has become such a big deal. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like insult to injury. I mean, insult it by lying about it, and then to say it's really sad this has become such a big deal. Well, she she supposedly took out seventy seven bullets from shooting victims. I don't know about you, but I personally don't think that I would want somebody who wasn't really a doctor touching me in that situation. Just saying. Well, uh, that situation never occurred. She didn't pull bullets out of anybody. <laughs> you know that. Right. It was her imaginary doctor persona that worked <laughs> in a real place. Maybe she was a fan of that show ER. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Tragic. But we do have one more Tragic. story. And at our least. time is running out, people. Okay. Last but not least, this story I shared yesterday on our text message list titled wedding dressmaker refuses lesbian couple offers them jesus instead i actually like this story and i got a little bit of kickback in my daily disciples facebook group from one person in canada but whatever they live in canada all right so this is what it says here when a missouri-based lesbian couple reached out to a dressmaker in new york city why not missouri i don't know I got an idea, but go ahead. Regarding a high-end jumpsuit for their wedding, the designer refused them service and then offered to help teach them about Jesus, according to St. Louis TV station KTVI. I wouldn't be able to make a piece for a same-sex wedding. It goes against my faith in Christ. I believe Jesus died for our sins so that we would live for him according to his holy word, designer Dominique Galbraith at D. Oxley wrote in an email to Tiffany Allen and Angel Lane, who've been together for seven years. I know you both love each other, 
and that it feels right. But I encourage you both to reconsider and see what the Lord has to say and the wonderful things he has in store for, for you both if you trust and obey him, the email continued. The designer ended the email saying, I'm available to talk and share more about Jesus if you'd like. Feel free to call me. Alan. So hateful. Well, this is this is the part that cracks me up. I mean, in a sad way. So Alan explained that she reached out to D. Oxley to inquire about payment regarding the $1,500 jumps, $1, jumpsuit, which her fiancé, Lane, fell in love with. I hurt because I felt that we weren't good enough, Alan said. Okay, now let's think about this. Vicki Fitch's You Are Enough campaign <laughs> popped into my head. Um, why do you think that she didn't feel like she wasn't good enough? Do you really think it was because of this email? Or do you think that maybe she might not have felt good enough before the email? Hmm? Just a thought. Then she went on to say, I have friends who are Christians. I know people from so many different walks of life, and none of them are hateful towards me and my fiance, Elaine said. True Christian people, whether they're Catholic, whether they're Baptist, it doesn't matter. A person who truly has that heart will tell you that God doesn't make any mistakes, Alan True. added. Yeah, God does not make any mistakes. That's right, and God does not lie, but God did not make you gay, just so you know. That's the implication right there. Uh, adding to the frustration over being rejected for their identities, Lane and Alan weren't sure if what D. Auxilly did was considered illegal discrimination. Missouri does not have protections against discrimination based on sexual identity, but New York does, according to Marsha McCormick, a professor with the St. Louis University School of Law. The dressmaker is violating New York state law that prohibits discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation. Lane and Allen intend to file a formal complaint against D. Oxley and may consider filing a lawsuit. There you go, people. So this is, again, nothing new under the sun, right? We see this happening more and more, um, that a Christian does not have the right to deny service based on their religious conviction without the lesbian or the homosexual, whoever it is that they're refusing service for, throwing a big hissy fit and like, oh, I'm not good enough. I don't feel good enough. You know what? If you don't feel good enough, go to therapy. Just say, oh, wait, yeah, you could go to therapy because they'll affirm you there because they no longer allow anybody to help you not, you know, be gay or whatever. Ugh. Well... I could rant a lot about well, this, but I'm going to hold back. I think saying. we need to make a clarification here. She wasn't refusing service. She was refusing uh, to make something for a particular event. It's not refusing to the person's service. I'm sure if she just wanted your jumpsuit and said, hey, I want this jumpsuit, but I bet they were careful to state that it was for their same-sex union. In which case, no, I don't want a part of that. It's like, you know, the whole, you know, I can't, you know, the, um, trying to think of her name, the florist. Um, anyway, who wouldn't give. Bar, bar, wait, I know. Wait, it's coming to me. It starts with a B. Baronella. Yeah. Baron is Baron something. Yeah. Somebody help us. Anyway. Help. We need help. Anyway, the whole, you know, whether the <clears throat> sweet cakes by Melissa or. 
or um, Baronello Studsman or something. Yeah, something um, like that. Anyway, and or you know Jack Phillips. It is you know these you know it was it was folk, hi Carmen. It was folks that he served had a history of serving. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, in both cases, you know, both of these bakers. Uh, served yep. served the individuals for years faithfully. It wasn't it wasn't. Oh, we don't take your kind. You can't sit at this counter. It's not like, you know, um, old South segregation. Like you go to a separate water fountain. I mean, there's no problem serving the individuals. They could buy anything they wanted there. You know, they were served. You know, faithfully and with a smile. It's just, can you... Wait a minute. How do you know it was with a smile? I, I suspect so. I mean, we, we t- met the Kleins. I can't imagine it not being with a smile. The Kleins were the nicest people. They're in our archives. I don't know what show it is, but the Aaron and Melissa Klein, we had the blessing of interviewing them at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention a couple of years ago. They were awesome. Totally awesome people. Anyway, so... You know, people come into this angle with, oh, you know, it's, it's discrimination. You wouldn't serve our kind. No, it's not that. If, you, if you'd ask for anything else, you know, or just in this case, I bet if she just wanted this jumpsuit, uh, the, the dressmaker, you know, the seamstress would have gladly made that jumpsuit. But the fact that it was stipulated for a same-sex wedding, she says, you know, I can't do it in good conscience. Um, so what would you do if somebody came to you and said, Bareface, hey, you know, you own Chapel Hill Media, you make videos, and I want a video for my gay wedding. What would you do? Um, I suppose I would have to decline. You would? Why? Just, I, because I couldn't in good conscience, um, you know, endorse that. Let's put it in the whole gun control situation. You freaky gun nuts. I mean, <laughs> I mean, let's say you're 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 pro, you know, Second Amendment. You know, you understand. That... I am. I'm pro Second Amendment people. All right. Someone comes to you. They, you know, they pass a background check and they want to buy a firearm, and they say, "Oh, by the way, I'm going to use this in an armed robbery." Do you still sell the gun to them? I'd be like calling the police going, hey, you know what? This knucklehead here wants to buy a gun. He said he's going to rob a bank with it. So you don't serve their type? Nope. (laughs) No, but you know, I will say. That's discrimination. I I will say we, and and anybody who's listened to this show, my hair, I need to get it cut. For any length of time, which most of you in here have. Well, armed robberies are legal. Same-sex marriage is legal all across the land. Well, it's still, could you in good conscience, if you couldn't in in good conscience facilitate an event. We have had people not advertise on Bible News Radio a product that would meet the need of their need because our audience would buy their product. But you know what? They decided not to advertise on our show because we're biblical. And we, we report news just like this. I didn't write this news. I'm just reporting the news, people. YouTube, I, earlier this year, YouTube removed, Sus- oh, suspended a video of ours because of the title that we put, which was actually the title that didn't was they on. Su- actually, did they suspend the account? Or no, no, no. It was just the video. Okay. Um, no, but they but we put the title of an article 
that was in a liberal paper as the title of our show, and YouTube blocked it. By the way, we can't make any money on YouTube because we don't have 1,000 subscribers yet. So if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, right now we're at, what, 329. None of these are bought and paid for either, people. No, they're not. We don't have the money to buy anybody. But yeah, I mean, so the irony of it all is that people can come to our show and go, oh, we love your show, it's great, blah, 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 blah. What are you talking about? Well, oh, 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 you know what? Well, we're sorry. We don't feel comfortable being on your show. But you, you do think homosexuality is a sin, right? Yeah. Well, then why not advertise on our show? Well, you know, it's so, it's so divisive. We don't, you know, we don't want to be around that. You might not want to be around Jesus then. Just saying, because, you know, he was the king of kings and the Lord of lords and probably considered the most divisive Christian out there. Just saying. Um, and, you know, honestly, I think that the lines, and, and I know I'm not the only one, actually. I was listening to, uh, um, well, actually, <sighs> Grover just landed on my foot. <sighs> I tweeted yesterday a video. Hey, Beth, thank you for sharing. I, I tweeted yesterday on my Twitter account. <clears throat> Let me look it up here. I want to just make sure I can tell you the, the actually name of the tweet. Because um, this, this might be part of my topic to, for tomorrow night. In lieu of, nope, that's not it. <laughs> uh, wait, it took me to Twitch, not Twitter. Nice to see you too. Okay, so let's see here. I tweeted out yesterday a thingy here. I've been tweeting this show a lot apparently. So, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, here it is. Okay, so so there's a there's a YouTube channel uh, that makes these videos, and and <clears throat> the title of the the video that I retweeted was called Christian Spiritualism and the Occult in the Movies. And the guy that made these videos, he was talking about how, have you noticed there's been a rise in, in the cults and things like that in the movies? And do you think that if you as a Christian are actually going to see movies like the Avenger and, and all these Disney movies that have all the cult and witchcraft stuff in it, that you're actually participating in the unfruitful deeds of darkness because you're sitting there and you're letting that worldview come in and, and really poison your mind and stuff. That really got me thinking, you know, because personally, I don't like the occult. I think it's evil. And funding. Yeah. I mean, really. But I was looking at that and I'm like, I can't stand Disney. I mean, that's why I do not watch TV. That's why I don't watch The Bachelor. That's why I don't watch this garbage that it just makes your mind is so fleshly and look i i live in the flesh trust me i'm not perfect at all that's obvious to anybody that knows me but but as i started to say the lines are getting drawn big time here in america people and also i tweeted to my text message list earlier this week and tomorrow i'm going to try to play some of this for you uh President Trump had a religious um, panel 
well, he made some comments on religious liberty, let's put it that way. And he had a panel that of persecuted believers with the exception of, I think, I think there was one Muslim there that was persecuted in their country. I'm not sure what country it was. I forgot. But everybody else was a persecuted Christian from another country. And, and uh, Sam Brownback, who is, has been spearheading, you know, support for persecuted Christians worldwide, was there at this press meeting that they had. And i tell you what, <clears throat> I was watching that in lieu of reading Revelation chapter 2. If you look at Revelation chapter 2, the second church that Jesus spoke to was the church at Smyrna, which was the persecuted church, basically. Just go read that. It's the only church that I believe he spoke to that he didn't have any words of rebuke for was the persecuted church. One of two. One of two. Okay. And But I, I thought, well, in light of the church of Smyrna mentioned in Revelation, and then watching our president, and this is frankly the first president in my lifetime I've actually seen, he had um, Pastor Andrew Brunson there, Miriam Ibrahim, who's been on our show, she was there. Um, he had other people from North Korea there. He had Chinese underground Christians there, people from Eritrea, people from, I think, Turkey, um, some, I think Somalia too. Anyway, all the, pretty much all the countries were either communist or Muslim dominated. And the, the, there was even, what's that noise? There's even one woman who had, you hear that? Hear what? I don't hear Stops anything. now. Anyway, there was even one woman who had received the no I think it was the Nobel Peace Prize. She had lost her whole family. They were all murdered by haters of God. And um, anyway, she was there trying to get President Trump to pay attention and to get help for the persecuted believers everywhere. This is one reason why I may vote for the man. Um even though I'm still mad at him about the gay stuff. Because if we get a Democrat, you guys, in office, and I know this is just my opinion, but I will say, if we get a, a Democrat in office, just on the basis of the whole freedom of religion thing, that we're done. Well, we weren't quite done under Obama, but what I can say is it's not. it won't look good for our religious freedom here in America. And, you know, stuff like this, you know, the story that I just played and other stories, I see them every day. This is not going away. It's getting, it's getting darker. The lines are getting very clearly drawn. Who knows? Maybe it'll be a decade. Maybe it'll be 20 years. Maybe it'll be 50 years. Maybe it's 100 years. I don't know. But what I can tell you is that 40 years ago, there would have been no way most people would have thought homosexuality and transgenderism and bisexuality and pedophilia would actually be considered okay as sexual orientations. Just wouldn't have. Just wouldn't have. So, you know what? The Bible says that um, we need to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We also need to pray for those who are in authority over us. Why? So that we could live peace, peaceful lives, you guys. And, um, you know, I, so I want to encourage you, please do that. Is it easy? No, it isn't. 
It's not really because the enemy will do everything that he can to distract you and dissuade you and discourage you and tempt you to watch The Bachelorette. Just saying. Because our flesh, we live in it. But the Bible says if we walk according to the flesh, we will not... I mean, if we walk according to the Spirit, we will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. So how do we walk according to the Spirit? By, first of all, asking God to continually fill us up with His Holy Spirit. But also by um, reading God's Word, being in His Word day and night. And I'm going to say, I'm not in it enough. I know I'm not. I do this show. I'm, I need to be in it more. You know what I mean? So it's definitely a challenge. Um, but it's one that God has given us the victory if we're just obedient to him. You know, earlier I read Ephesians 5. I want to encourage you, go back tonight, read it again. Take notes, you know, ask God. According to Ephesians 5, as you're reading through the whole chapter, is this an area of weakness? Is, I mean, ask him to talk to you about it. It's what the book's there for. <laughs> you know, and stop listening for crying out loud. Stop listening to these fake apostles and these feel-good floozy types who are, ah, and, and they're prophesying over you and all that crap on Periscope and YouTube and all these other places where they got 500 people in the room looking for a word from God. The word from God is the Bible. Just open the dang Bible up and read it and shut these nutcases off who are pretending to be prophets. They're not. They're false. You know, just saying. So anyway, that is all I got to say. <laughs> I could say more, but I'll wait till tomorrow. Um, so anyway, watch, um, you know, thank you for watching. And as I always say at the end of every program, be bold, stand up and go with God because he loves you. And you know what, you guys, we're on the winning side. If you're a follower of Christ, there's no condemnation for you because you're in Christ. And you know what? He loves you. He's given you a call and a purpose. He placed you here in the 21st century for a reason to reach people that only you can reach. So go out there and do it and be bold and talk about the Lord. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank God for Trump. I, you know, it's definitely way better than the current, than the previous president for sure. So, all right, you guys, we'll be back tomorrow at 8 p.m. Central time. And, um, I look forward to talking to you then. We'll see you later.